Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We head out to the waitfor.com hotline. We talked to our buddy Felipe Cardenas. Of course, he is the soccer writer for The Athletic. Theathletic.com is where you can check out all of his work, and you can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Felipe Carr. Felipe, as always, buddy, appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes on the show this evening. How's it going, John? Uh, I am good, and Atlanta United is good after a, a couple of victories, and you know, I, I was on vacation all last week, so um, didn't get to see as much. But, you know, one of the things I was looking at, some of the stats is, you know, I, I guess, Felipe, if you can't shoot the ball against Atlanta United, um, you can't get shots off against them, uh, you stand a pretty good chance to win because I believe that they only gave up a few shots over these last couple of games. Am I right about that? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the story of, of Atlanta United over the last two games that defensively they've been a lot better. But remember, they, they had to. This was, this was a solve that, that Gonsalpino, the head coach, had to make. They have been leaking goals, 35 goals, if I'm not mistaken, conceded in 21 games. This puts them on the highest in the league, uh, just a plus-four goal differential, which in the end, I mean, just this doesn't bode well. It doesn't, you know, this is a team that uh, the spine of the team has been, hasn't been great. That's what wins you championships in, in every league. And so uh, the, the positive is that over two games, uh, everything that they've been working on in training, there's been a, a bit of a switch in the formation. They're playing with three center backs uh, and just being a little bit more sound defensively. All that has come to fruition uh, with, with, with two consecutive shutouts. So uh, it, it is positive. But I think it's, it's still much of, of a work in progress, especially defensively. So work to do. Do you think they've played better over these last couple of weeks than they did at the very beginning of the season? Or do you still think the beginning of the season they got off to a really hot start and that that was their best soccer that they played? No, I think the the beginning of the season was – it's just so hard at the start of the MLS to know who's going to be great and, and, and who is just sort of on that, 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 that beginner's hot form. And I think that's what Atlanta was. Uh, you know, the, 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 the soccer wasn't great to, to, to begin with. The goals were pretty spectacular from Thiago Mata. And, and I think in the, in the end, they did take care of business with those, I think, four or five games at home. Uh, but, you know, I think that it's gotten better over the last two games because tactically, uh, I mentioned the three defenders in the back and, and just playing with more of a, a, a more solidified system. I think, you know, you can see the players understanding a little bit more, like, what to do uh, both defensively and in the attack and progressing the ball forward. Uh, there, there seems to be a bit more intention in, in the way that they've played. And, and that's credit to the staff. Uh, 
you know, they, they, they don't have their center forward. They don't have Yakamakis and, and, and the, you know, the big Greek center forward has, has been, it's supposed to be that, that missing puzzle piece. Like if, if you know, you've got a guy up there that can finish goals for you uh, and, and then you have players that are technical and, 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 and know how to get the ball into the box, uh, like Brooks Lennon, for instance, really having a really strong year on that right wing. Uh, well, you know, you're, you're going to win games, but they haven't been able to keep Yakamakis healthy. So, that's another huge question mark moving forward. Felipe, talk about and walk me through some of the changes in this roster. I mean, I, I thought Andrew Gutman was having a really good season for them. And, I mean, was this a reaction to, okay, we've got to shake up this roster, or were they just too good of a deal to pass up? I mean, walk me through and help me with Franco Ibarra, with Andrew Gutman. I mean, you know, it seems like that these guys have been consistently in the lineup. And Goopman, I thought, played really well this year. Um, I was at the game a couple of weeks ago where he scored. Um, you know, what, what has led into all of this change in, in this roster over the last couple of few weeks? Yeah, I mean, first of all, we're in the summer window. And, and Garth Lagerwey, the, the, the CEO and president, has always said that they, they were going to make moves to try to improve the team. And, and, and this is a team that, you know, currently sitting in seventh place in the Eastern Conference, is they've got to get better. You know, I, I really think that it's still a team that, it, yes, has talent in, in some parts of the field, but they're still young. They still, they still have players that are growing into the league. Uh, Thiago Almada, obviously, just uh, an excellent talent, but still a young player, not someone that you can just hoist everything on top of his shoulders and, and expect him to lead the team. And I mentioned the spine. You know, it's, it's been a revolving door in central midfield, like who's going to own that spot. So they signed a player, a more experienced player, in, in Tristan Muyumba from the, the second division of, of, the, of France, the uh, team in the second division in France. And, and he's a defensive midfielder, can play a little bit more, attacking as well but he's supposed to he's i think for me is a signing to just add some bite stability and experience in the middle of the field uh andrew gutman you mentioned you know i, I think for me this is probably an example of uh that he had some value in the league uh and and the team at line united took it they took it the value they they're they gonna get they get some some cash that they can use uh, to sign perhaps a, uh, an upgrade in that position or, or, or just add it to the cap and, and sign a more uh, explosive attacking player. And I think Andrew Gutman was just a player that they felt they could get some really good value from. And, you know, Franco Ibarra, if, if you haven't read my interview with Franco Ibarra, I, I, I spoke with him exclusively, uh, you know, for the Athletic after he was loaned to Toronto FC. And the reason that he was loaned was because, you know, he's an under-22 player. That's a new initiative in the league. Each team can sign three under-22 players and essentially pay what you want for them. It's almost like three new DPs. Uh, the problem with Atlanta United is that they, they signed four players, four under-22 players, so one had to go. And Carlos Bocanegra and the front office decided that because, again, similar to Andrew Grubman, uh, Frank Ibarra had value within the league – he was the one that they could move, essentially. The other two players, uh, Edwin Mosquera and Eric Lopez, uh, they were unable to move. They're, they're, they're just not the caliber of player that other teams are really wanting. So I, I think that was an unfortunate incident because I think the human side of trades, and I know, you know, John, you know how it is in American sports. Players get traded on a whim, and, and, and they, sometimes they find out on Sports Center, sometimes mm -hmm. they find out on Twitter. 
in, in, in soccer, it's much different. And I think MLS is, is sort of in, in, in this gray area where players sometimes, international players, get caught off guard with you can have a contract and you can just be sent to another country, which is what happened with Frank Orbar. And he was really upset with the way it was handled and the fact that he was told on a Wednesday and told that he was a, T, a TFC player the next day. So, uh, again, I think certainly Atlanta United probably feeling they can even upgrade there as well, though. Felipe Cardenas, soccer writer for The Athletic, joining us here on the waitfor.com hotline. So the window will close August 2nd. Do you anticipate more moves? Do you anticipate anything else happening between now and then? I mean, they still have obviously plenty of time. So what could be next for Atlanta United? Well, again, like I, I, I've said this probably on your show several times. I've, I've, I continue to say it like, Yes, they have Tiago Mata. Yes, they have a player like Caleb Wiley that can run up and down that left wing and tirelessly, right? But I still think they're missing that player uh, that is a real, real difference maker in the attack. Someone that's just really difficult to handle. If you're a fullback, you don't want to face him. Uh, if you're if you're his coach, you can really rely on him for assists, goals. You can play him in different positions in, in that in that front three. And that's not a player that Atlanta United has. And, and, and I, I really do think that that dynamic winger, which is really key for a lot of MLS teams, a lot of teams right now that are playing well have that type of player. Now, that would be uh, an interesting move for Atlanta United in this summer window. Can they sign a, a real difference maker uh, in the attack uh, and really really help with Gonzalo Pineda? When he looks down the bench, uh, or, or can he – just add a little bit more fuel to the attack because sometimes it does sputter still. So I think that's one move. And, and then we have to wait and see like what happens defensively. Are they going to look to, to upgrade the back line? I, I don't really think that's something they'll do in the summer window. I think that could be a winter move because Miles Robinson's contract will be up. And what my colleagues at The Athletic have reported is that you know, they believe Miles Robinson may want to test for agency. And so that's going to change the team a lot uh, if he decides to move on. But uh, what happens in the attack with Yakamaki's day-to-day and, and really struggling to stay healthy, you know, that's something that I think in the end could, could set this team back uh, come playoff time. You know, and I don't disagree with you, but my question would be, you know, how easy it is to find those guys. I mean, you know, again – Everybody wants a guy who can score 30 points a night in the NBA. There aren't a whole lot of those guys running around, right? I mean, there, there, aren't, right. You know, there aren't those dynamic players that, that can be difference makers. I mean, look, I, and I don't know if you want to call it luck or whatever like that, but you know, Joseph Martinez, besides being a dynamic player, it was always, okay, in case of emergency, break glass, Joseph will come in and he'll score a goal and we'll be fine. How many of those guys are running around MLS, or how many of those guys are, are even available to add to a roster like Atlanta United? Yeah, it's hard. I think those, those, there's just a handful of players, and they're among the top players in the league. You, know, you look at uh, you know, Buanga at, at LAFC, he's, he's sort of that type of player that you can play him on the wing and play him as a, as a center forward. Really difficult to handle, very tricky, uh, tons of stamina, endurance, and he can score. And he's a top player. He's an experienced player. Uh, players like Carlos Vela, you know, he's an, he's more you know much more experienced veteran player. But those are guys that once you get them, you've got to keep them. You know, you've got to sign them the long-term contracts and build around them. I think that's been a big problem for Atlanta United, building around players. They they they, they just ship players out uh, too often. 
And and that's been that's led to a lot of the inconsistencies and the instability. I think of the roster. That's something that Garth Lagerwey, you know, told me he wants to fix. You know, you've, you've got to keep players around. You've got to keep coaches around in order to build towards that continuity. And then to, to answer your question about just are, are there thirty goal players out there? There, there, it's hard. That's why it's you know the center forward in, in, in world soccer. That that's the, always the big big money signing because they are so rare. Uh, to get prolific goal scores and and to get them to MLS is even harder. Uh, you know, they're, you're 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 facing and challenging against some of the top teams in the world. That's why MLS has chosen to go younger. Uh, and then the gamble there is, well, he might be a really good player, but he's an inexperienced player. And so, I think they found their guy, Nyakamakis. I really do. He's very different from Joseph Martinez. I, I don't know if he'll ever come close to Joseph's numbers. I really think in the end we're going to look back and think Justin Martinez really was one of a kind in, in MLS. But Yakamakis is, you know, he can be great in this league, I think. He just has to stay healthy, and the team has to be stronger around him. They have to be able to win games, like you mentioned, uh, tight games, close games, maybe games that are a little bit ugly, and then and, and, and know that they have goal scores really to finish off opponents. Right now you're still not really sure, like, what Atlanta United is going to do against top competition in MLS, but certainly uh, trending up as, as we speak. Last question for you, Felipe. So this should be a pretty good litmus test tomorrow night, right? I mean, Atlanta United's got a couple of wins against a couple of decent teams. I mean, obviously Philadelphia pretty good. You know, Montreal, they are what they are. But you're going up to New England. Um, you know, again, road games in MLS are always a challenge. Obviously, New England is one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. So this feels like it's a pretty good litmus test about where Atlanta United is, is they are a little bit hot, they're playing better defensively. Like this feels like an important match. Maybe maybe in the grand scheme of things it's not so important, but it does kind of feel like, okay, there's a lot of momentum behind Atlanta United. Why not try to find a way to go up there and at least get a point, but maybe even three? Yeah, I think the look at – I mean, honestly, again, I think you're going to hear the players say we're, we're going for three points and – and that's our goal no matter where mm-hmm. we play. But a, a draw in New England is going to be uh, just a great point for Atlanta United. This is, to your, to your point, New England is a good team. They've got a really great coach, a historically great coach in Bruce Arena. Uh, Carlos Hill, a, a former MVP, you know, one of those dynamic number 10s that has punished Atlanta often. You know, This is a team that Atlanta has struggled against New England. And you're, you're playing at Foxborough, as you know, like it's just one of those strange – Sort of football stadiums, mm-hmm. NFL stadiums. The turf isn't great. Uh, New England very comfortable there, though, and then it can be just like just a difficult place to show up and, and play a soccer game and, and win. And so it's going to be a huge test. I agree with you. I think it's a huge test to see if not not to call those games flukes, the games against the wins against Philadelphia and Montreal. I think I thought Philadelphia were were, were flat out awful, and they're, that's a good team. But credit to Atlanta United, Montreal. I agree. I think they they had their chances, but. Uh, if they can get three wins in a row or at least a point out of this and have three straight games where they don't lose, that's a, that's a nice streak for Atlanta United. It's a nice streak. They've got to get into this that fourth spot. You know, it's winter – I'm sorry, it's summer, and we're about to get into the League's Cup, and the, the league is going to – MLS is going to stop playing for a month. Uh, but, but that's the goal for Atlanta United. They have to host a playoff game. I think they'll be very really dangerous if they can do that. Uh, and th- these are the kind of games you've got to win or at least play well and get something out of them. Felipe Cardenas, he covers soccer for The Athletic, the Athletic 
waitfor.com is where you can check out all of his work. Join me here on the waitfor.com hotline. Follow him on his personal Twitter page at Felipe Carr. Felipe, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks, my friend. And uh, listen, we will certainly chat again here with you soon. Of course. And, and again, surprise, no questions about Messi. No <laughs> questions about Leo Messi. But, yeah, he, he's, he has arrived, John. He has arrived. It's yes, I, I saw the billboards and, and everything. So uh, they didn't do that to me when I arrived in Atlanta. But <laughs> I guess I'm just a little bit less famous. So, anyway, thank you, I hear Felipe. You. I hear you. <laughs> Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.